Chemistry Cake Online. What's Baking Cake Nation, and welcome back to the Chemistry Cake Online podcast, where chatting about chemistry has never been sweeter. Chemistry Cake is online, and today airs our fourth episode in the Cake Debates. Last time, Dr. Michelle Muzio and Stan Adorn went head-to-head debating whether or not pound cake is a cake. And, uh, folks, I honestly could not stop laughing. Uh, I am still not over hashtag untoasted toast. And if you're wondering what I'm talking about, I highly recommend listening to that episode because it was truly a grand time. Stana had some incredibly strong points, um, especially when involving Mary Berry's opinion from the great British Bake Off. 19 out of 10 debate, I would recommend. Today, I would like to welcome back one guest who was also already on the show, and I would like to welcome on a new guest. One of them is a sweet friend and beloved nanosib studying electrochemistry and catalysis, and the other is a sweet friend who is currently studying biology and chemistry at Lesley University. So folks, would you help me in welcoming two of my sweetest friends, Sophia Jelani and Katie Walsh? Sweet friends, thank you so much for taking the time to join me in this debate today. Are we doing well? Are we ready for a spicy debate? We are, yeah. Thank you for having us. Uh, Though, I do have to say, it's going to be very sweet, even if I have to fight to make it sweet. (laughs) Uh, I do have to mention, though, Katie, and we've probably had this conversation before, that cinnamon is technically a spice and cinnamon is also found in cakes. Cake, you will be receiving a text this afternoon. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay. Well, uh, Sophia, how are you doing? I am honored to be here, to be with two wonderful people and talk about a wonderful topic, cake. (laughs) Amazing. Uh, Speaking of debate, I hope you all know the Muffin Man who lives on Drury Lane because today's topic of debate is the ever-delectable muffin. Today, Sophia will be debating in favor of muffins being cake, and Katie will be opposed to muffins being cake. Sophia, you will start. Katie, you're on deck. And Sophia, you will have the opportunity for a rebuttal. And finally, Katie, you will have the last word. Of course, any and all banter before, during, and after are welcome. I will then decide which of the two parties was more convincing. And of course, you know, at the end of this, we will reveal which stances they actually took. So, folks, I hope you're ready. Sophia, you're up first. Convince me why muffins should be considered cake. Well, um, like there is richness and diversity in cakes, I also think there is richness and diversity in muffins. Cake and muffins contain uh, some of the same ingredients, right? Um, And they both have the ability to be savory and sweet. What gives muffins its uniqueness in the cake family is that it's like a cup size, like a little personal size cake, just for you. (laughs) And so, Um, so, uh, muffins, they can contain, you know, ingredients like, like cakes can. So for example, in cakes, you can have, uh, carrots, you can have cinnamon, you can have dense cake, you can have fluffier cake, muffin, similar. You can put in chocolate chips if you want it to be sweeter. You can put in nuts if you want it more savory. Um, you can make it little bit 
less dense or more dense depending on how you mix ingredients, but they have similar ingredients um, and have this span in diversity and richness, except muffin is kind of cake that is little like kiss for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was great. I, I should say that Sophia's opening statement made me think of banana nut muffins and how cake will never be able to have a banana nut muffin because cake is allergic to nuts. So Any, anyone listening at home, if you're listening to this, uh, if you could tweet at me your very in-depth description of what a banana nut muffin tastes like, I would greatly appreciate <laughs> it. Um, all right, Katie, your response. Why should muffins not be considered cake? Well, first off, I want to say I don't even know how I can, you know, measure up to that that argument, that final argument that muffins are just a kiss. I think that's the sweetest thing I've ever heard, Sophia. I truly love it. Also, cake in reference to the Muffin Man. Did you know that in the poem, the Muffin Man was arrested? What? I this did not know this. Not to get off track, but <laughs> while I was doing my research, because I quickly Googled the word muffins, I did want to <laughs> inform everyone that the street seller of muffins, the Muffin Man, uh, was arrested in a 1754 poem. Thank you to Wikipedia. <laughs> oh my gosh, I did not know this. But, you know, we're learning. Uh, thank you for that Inf- that information yeah you know are I'm you going, going to use this for your argument no i just felt it was important that we all knew this man was arrested <laughs> he has a record <laughs> but the record <laughs> showed that the muffin man in fact was arrested anyway moving on my central argument is that cakes are by nature flat the ancient greek word for cake actually derives from their flat words i'm their word meaning flat rather i'm not going to try and pronounce either of them because you would only laugh at me uh, with how bad my attempts would be. But uh, in general, cake can be categorized as flat dessert-like things. I will also say that though Sophia is right, and we do have both sweet and savory cakes and sweet and savory muffins, uh, they are distinct in their timelines in your day. Very rarely do I feel like I have cake for breakfast, at least without uh, some guilt on uh, on the side there. But <laughs> muffins, exactly. But muffins, by their very nature, are in fact individual breakfast items. Katie, have you never had cake for breakfast and have you never had a muffin with your afternoon tea? I've never had a muffin with my afternoon tea because I am typically drinking my tea while I am working. But I will grant that I have, because I am a human being with a heart and a soul, had cake for breakfast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you ask. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, I, I am... <laughs> I was offended to to hear that you didn't have a muffin with your afternoon tea, but I will I will rescind my offendedness after having heard that you have in fact had cake for breakfast. <laughs> um, Sophia, do you do you have your rebuttal? Okay, I maybe. <laughs> um, I appreciate learning uh, about why muffins may be considered not cake, but I am curious about learning about a definition that cake is flat, for I believe that there are different types of cakes, right? Richness, diversity. Um, Mm -hmm. I believe there are cakes that are not flat, like Bundt cakes, Swiss rolls, 
right? The dome-shaped cakes. Yeah. I don't know if the definition necessarily means then it excludes, right, the other shapes of cake. I would also like to point out for uh, the muffin man being arrested, uh, that <laughs> technically does not have logical bearing into whether or not something is defined <laughs> as a cake. <laughs> arrested. I don't know if that necessarily like fits in this conversation. I appreciate learning that information. I just don't know if it's relevant for debate. Also, as for muffin being breakfast item, uh, whereas cake is not considered breakfast item, I believe that uh, meals are like social construct. So we can decide when we want to eat. We could decide if it is named brunch or if it is named dinner. The important thing is that people decide at what time of day they wish to eat it. A muffin does not lose its muffinness if it is eaten at 9 p.m. or at 9 a.m. A cake does not lose its cakeness or its beauty if it is 10 a.m. or 10 p.m. And so with that, it's timeless. It's timeless. Muffin is timeless. They are timeless and that muffins are a kind of cake. Just little individual cake just for you. Cake is timeless. Cake is timeless. I don't even know how you follow up with that. Oh my goodness. No, no, don't apologize. That was incredible. I loved it. Okay, well, Katie... Do you have a response to that? <laughs> um, I will say that in my designation of cake as a flat thing, as a flat mass, um, that is specifically uh, in reference to the etymology of the word cake, both because if you take it from the Middle English initi initiative, initiation, the word is escaping me. If you take its beginnings in Middle English. Origin. Um, Origin, thank you, Cake. This is how I know that you're a teacher. Origin. <laughs> <laughs> that Middle English word is the denoting of a small, flat bread roll, uh, which also is the same kind of idea if you take it from its Greek origins, which again uh, has to do with the word for flat, um, which is not to say, of course, that we have not made strides in the Cake community since, uh, <laughs> but only to say that in general, the the word cake came from this idea of a flat or comparatively thin mass of dough. And I did have to do a lot of researching of the word cake to learn these things. <laughs> I will say that uh, you're totally right, Sophia, that the Muffin Man's prior imprisonment is of no consequence today. Um, but I'm glad that you also enjoyed learning about his criminal record. <laughs> I, I, okay, so I have a few thoughts here. Um, the first is, I did want to point out that while the Muffin Man's indictment was uh, not, not argumentative, it was, in fact, informative. Um, I was enlightened. I thank you for enlightening me about <laughs> one of my favorite uh, nursery rhymes. Second, on the point of, of cakes being flat, I believe that Adam Cooper uh, in a previous episode had mentioned that the word was plakaus. Yes. I believe that was Greek. Yes. Um, meaning flat. And you said a flat bread roll, which for whatever reason, the first thing that came to mind was like a, like a, like a pita bread, I, I, which is like, well, it's flat and it's bread, but how it's can- It's not a roll. How, how do you have, how do you have a flat roll is my question, because it's like, if it's flat, can it roll? We're gonna, we're gonna just have that argument in itself, because I feel like that's a whole other can of worms. And, and finally, so Sophia brought up 
a Swiss roll, which I had just watched the GBBO. And initially, this cake is flat. And it's only in a shape of a roll because the flat sheet, the flat sponge is is rolled. But mm. I will concede the bunt cake because it is baked in a bunt pan uh, or a bunt tin. And I, you know, I don't know, right? Like, what about cupcakes? Cupcakes aren't flat, but are they cake? Cake mm. is a piece of a bunt cake, not a flat dessert. If I were to cut I'm, you a okay, slice what about of a bunt piece- cake. What about a slice of a muffin? When have you ever taken a knife to a muffin? <laughs> um, Kellen Sawyer, when have you taken a knife to a muffin? <laughs> Katie is using my whole name, folks. Oh, goodness. Well, anyway. <clears throat> Sophia, do you have a response to that? <laughs> I am taking it back. Um, <laughs> I believe that was mentioning, right, the idea of etymology, right, and in the English definition of uh, muffin. I would like to say that I believe that muffins transcend language, transcend genetics, <laughs> and that they should be muffins from around the world, and they should not be d- defined or consumed by the English language. <laughs> I can't say this with a straight <laughs> That makes it better. That makes it better. I would like to say that we should be, you know, more thoughtful in that, like, are things just strictly defined by English language? As for uh, the concern of the flat, I believe the quote, flat mass uh, of dough. Well then, mm, pita bread, roti, Mm. pizza, frata, right? And then, like, you could think of non-flat bread, right? Like baguette, but would we call that cake? So I do not know if necessarily shape of something defines it. And then the easy way around it is to just cut it, right? So even mentioned bun cake, cut it, make it flat. You can cut a muffin, make it flat. You could shape any food you want by cutting it. So I don't know mm. if like shape is necessarily a definition of whether or not something is cake or not cake. I believe Sophia just sprinkled a little bit of cinnamon on this debate. Katie, what are your final words? <laughs> My final words are that you will be receiving another text about that. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> just, I'm going to keep you on your toes, Cake. Um, my, my final words are that uh, while Sophia does make a good point that we should not be constrained by the English language when defining our desserts, there are a great many number of desserts and indeed even baked goods, as you began mentioning some of the, the breads of the world. Uh, that we do not have specific English words for, and that does not make them any less of a baked good or any less of a dessert. That being said, however, I am not saying that the word cake in itself must be a definer of cakes. I am saying that as a civilization, this is something I'm saying with a straight face, as a civilization, (laughs) we craft our languages around the things that we have that we need a representation for and so we have crafted the word cake out of you know middle english norwegian uh greek all these sorts of things danish so google says um (laughs) and that word has been crafted over a series of millennia to mean a specific thing and to say that that word has not been given a meaning based on a history, a long history 
of cake-shaped items is, I believe, just simply untrue. Wowza. <laughs> and what? I said it with a straight face, and that was the goal. Mm. Mm, I heard a chuckle there. I wasn't quite sure. I wasn't quite convinced of that. But anyway, <laughs> that was quite the debate. I just wanted to to say some some highlights, uh, some highlighted phrases of this in- incredible debate. First is cake is timeless. Uh, <laughs> second is muffins transcend everything. And thirdly, breads of the world. That's it. That's the tweet. Send tweet. Breads of the world. I don't know why that like tickles my fancy, but there it is. So. Uh, with that being said, Sophia, I bet the listeners are curious. What was your actual stance regarding this topic? Truthfully, I did not feel very strongly, like meaning like I could see people say muffin is cake. I could see people saying muffin is not cake. I think what is strongly in my heart is that we love and appreciate both. This is <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Katie, what was your actual stance? I must say I'm very much in the same camp as Sophia. You told us that we had to debate muffins, and so we came to you with a muffin debate, but I do not know that either of us in our hearts had any strong opinions towards muffins, besides, of course, as Sophia said, that they are very good. Yeah, okay, so uh, I appreciate your ability to debate a stance that you didn't specifically take. Um, I did want to make an aside regarding this um, that... Whilst we are debating something very silly or seemingly silly, it's very important to me that uh, everyone knows that whether these pastries are considered cake or not are important to me. Uh, (laughs) But something that I did want to highlight, and perhaps I may not have mentioned this earlier before, but might make note of it now, is that this is still in the same vein as science communication. To be able to argue a stance that you may or may not necessarily take, just because that's kind of how science goes. And more on that in, in a later episode. But anyway, um, given the arguments presented today, yeah, I gotta, I gotta say that Sophia's arguments were, were very strong, specifically by the point made that cake is timeless and that muffins <laughs> transcend everything. But I will say that my initial stance of me not actually knowing whether muffins are a cake or not still stands. I have not been thoroughly convinced whether muffins are a cake or not but i will also concede the fact that muffins are indeed delicious and it does not mean that whether muffins are cake or not does not mean that we cannot appreciate them so hashtag muffin love hashtag (laughs) muffin love um sweet friends this debate was incredible thank you so much this was so fun i hope you had as much fun as i did uh To the listeners at home, we hope that you enjoyed our stirring banter of muffins. Uh, (laughs) If you would like to follow the many adventures of Sophia Jelani and Katie Walsh, you can follow them on Twitter at FindTraces786 and at KWalsh underscore, respectively. Um, And those will be linked in the description. If you would like to hop aboard the hype train, choo-choo, you are more than welcome to follow me at ChemistryCake. Well, that is all we have for you today, folks. This is your friendly reminder to stay hydrated, to keep the hype alive, and to edify our village. Thanks for tuning in, Cake Nation. This is Chemistry Cake, signing off.